0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: You heard Eamon mention in the news um, these newspaper adverts, the advertisements that Sinn Féin have taken out today in American papers, they're in quite a few of them. I know the New York Times and the Washington Post as well, calling for a vote on Irish unity. And they say that as the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement approaches, it's now time to hold the British government accountable to its Good Friday commitments. So they've timed it, of course, for when a lot of the ministers here are in the States over the next couple of days for St. Patrick's Day. And all eyes, of course, are on the Emerald Isle. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. Do you agree in the first instance with in Féin taking out the adverts in the American papers? And are they right, is it now time for a referendum on a United Ireland? Anne is with us on the line today in Dublin. Anne, what do you think? Is now the
2: time? Hi, you're obviously speaking with me. I am indeed, yeah. Sorry, Andrea. Um, no, I just... Anything, but anything. Now, I'm getting a little bit uptight because I, you're mentioning Sinn Féin and it's like red rag to a bull to me. I have no time for anything that they do. I don't agree with anything they say or anything they do. And of course, they're going to jump on the bandwagon. They love going, getting involved in politics under their terms and giving out about everything that they didn't do. No, I no time for it. I this business of it's time to because the British were involved and all that. no. Half our families emigrated, and were given good jobs by the British. If they want to use that kind of argument, my family did, and so no, I won't go against anything like that. If so, is if it? it down, sorry, is it?
1: Sorry, no, you're okay. On is is it that you don't? You just don't think that now is the right time
2: for a referendum? Or no, you, sorry, go on. And I don't. I don't agree. Well. No, I don't agree that it is the right time. Okay. I think an awful lot of people would be like me, and I've had a few discussions done around the years. I hope that I'm dead and buried long before that happens. I I really don't. I think I had I have relatives in the north. I have people of my own relatives that were into you know married Protestants Catholics. Never a problem. Never discussed. Never anything. I was brought up in a household that these sort of that would have lived through the troubles in Donkey's years. I'm talking about in the 20s. That was never mentioned. Okay, okay. It was. D- it was just. But do Sinn Fein? I said it earlier this morning. Do Sinn Fein ever apologise, or have they ever apologised for the atrocities that so-called they committed during the 70s? One particular okay. thing that okay. I find. Okay. Even today, I get so upset about it. Yeah, that's that's very Mrs. much. McConville. Sh- yeah, she yeah. Was, she Jean helped Macomble, yeah. a British soldier. So that's
1: in your mind, and 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 for you, that's it's not the right time uh, now for any referendum or a vote in a United Ireland, and that's obviously very much to to the front of your mind. Let me bring in Andy as well. I just want to get a couple of voices on this to to see what um see what people are thinking. Dee, do you like? Is now the time? Do you think for a referendum and on Irish unity?
3: Um, hi Andrea. Yeah, when I, I got the call this morning I it was kind of ambivalent about it really and hadn't I you know, I, I was kind of thinking perhaps and then you know I made myself sit down and pursue of reading and thinking about it and um I think like Sinn Fein has popularity in both jurisdictions, north and south at the moment. Uh but like you uh, like your, your uh, previous caller I can't or your previous speaker I, I don't remember her name oh. um and yeah uh, I think um I think Shinsane really are, are are populist and opportunistic and they're putting ads in uh, the Washington Post and uh, the New York Times half a half page ads you know um fundraising and I just think this is not the time I mean the priorities for us as a country I mean, if, the, if this referendum went ahead and the possibility of um, the jurisdiction in the north coming uh, being part of, of the entire, of a 32 county should we, we, have, we have problems ourselves, you know, with health, with um, policing, with, uh, I mean, and, and the top of our agenda should be climate catastrophe. We're in the middle of, you know, and climate so, social justice, and this is what Sinn Féin are at. You know, their priority is themselves, Sinn Féin, means we ourselves and okay. I think that's, uh, that absolutely encapsulates what they are. So you,
1: you think it's the more a, a it look sort of a thing or play into the gallery well, kind of stuff?
2: It, uh,
3: kind of, yeah, and also like a, a referendum will cost 15 million plus and we, we don't have money for that. You know, we're, you know, Sinn Féin will spend on everything, on housing, you know, no brain has the they solutions for everything, but you just wonder like when, when push comes to shove and if they are in government and there's a great chance that they would be, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's 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 populist, it's opportunistic, and I think there's absolutely, you know, no basis for it, really.
1: Kevin, do you agree with D on that? Hello, hello. You can hear us, all right, Kevin.
4: I can hear you, yeah.
1: Yeah, you were listening to yeah. D there. Do you think it's time?
4: Hello? Can you hear me? I can, I can, Kevin. Hi, I can hear you perfectly, hi, yeah. Hi, hi.
1: Do you think hi. it's time for a referendum?
4: Well, I think it's it's a fair. It's a fair request that people of the North identify as Irish people as much as we do. like, And they're under British rule at this time. When we were under British rule in the 26 counties, um, we, we strove for our freedom and independence from Britain. I don't see why the people in the North shouldn't be entitled to do the same. You know, we, we were one nation. We were divided. It was promised that, that it would be that reunification would come down the line when the people were ready for it. Fianna Fáil have always claimed that that was their mantra. They don't see, like it's been identified as a solely Sinn Féin goal, but Fianna Fáil have always claimed that it was their manifesto to to bring about a United Ireland, you know? I Do you think
1: we're ready for it now, Kevin?
4: So the question is, would you ever be ready for anything? Like, you know, we we weren't ready for COVID. It came upon us, we got through it. True. We came out the other side the people of England and Scotland and Wales and the North, were they ready for Brexit? It was, you know, it was trusted upon them. They have to deal with it now. They're coming out the other side. They're working out the problems. 50% of their population, possibly a little bit more, voted for it. The other, just shy of 50%, have to deal with it. You know, it's, I don't know whether it's right or wrong, but if, if the majority of the people want it, and they... Uh, the country could probably benefit from it, I would imagine, if we have one body on the island controlling the island. Like, instead of two governments on the the same island, we might even be able to shed a few politicians along the way. It might be good for everybody. Who knows?
1: Do you think, is there too much focus, um, Dee, just even on, on the points around... Do we focus too much, I suppose, on the cultural issues rather than the practical and the economic, like how this would, how would it work? How what would it, what would a United Ireland even look
3: like? Yeah, I think I think we haven't thought that out at all. And I think, I think that that's that the essence of the populism and the opportunism. That like, I mean, I, I was listening to the news there just before you came on, and we're hospitals are inundated again, and, and nurses are screaming you know, Limerick, you know, trolley is all over the place in Limerick again. I mean, we don't, we have our own problems, not to mention the existential crisis of our time, which is climate catastrophe. I mean, this is what we should be dealing with instead of, you know, now bringing in more, uh, another six counties to to further complicate what we, what we're not good at ourselves. And Sinn Féin have have, have, have done abysmally gover- governing our, our not in in the north. So, I just think we, we it would be like Pandora's box, to be honest, okay. the more I think about it.
1: Okay, Robert's with us as well. Robert, do you think when you see these ads or you've heard about these ads today in the Irish Echo and the Voice and the Washington Post, mm-hmm. is now the time
2: for a vote?
0: Well, I don't know if now is the right time. I would like to see the country united, yes. Uh, in relation uh, to the fact that Sinn Féin put ads all over American newspapers, Uh, Initially, at first, I thought maybe there was no reason for doing it. But then, when you examine what happened or what could have happened because of Brexit and did not happen because of American involvement, uh, America plays a big part and has played a big part in who we are and and how we go about uh, our economic business, you know. Well,
1: particularly when we're talking about the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement,
0: Yes, but you know, for me, there. the the truth is, the only Northern Ireland for me shouldn't be respected as an independent country. The only reason it came around is because of the third plantation. And that's what it, it should be mm-hmm. referred to as, the third plantation right. and nothing so, else.
1: So you think you, you want a united Ireland, but you're not sure if now is the time?
0: Well, I'm not sure at the moment. I think there needs to be a lot of research done. I think the truth needs to be spoken about it. And and when you analyse the economic uh, impact, people will have to decide, maybe just to use something here, uh, if my wages, my earnings were to go down by uh, 30% in order to have a United Ireland, I would be okay with that. But you have to ask a lot of other people in the country would they be willing to make a personal financial sacrifice in order to have the uh, the country united? Uh, I would, yes. I think it's proper. I think it came about for all the wrong reasons. It came about okay. for empire building. And in relation to the first woman that spoke with uh, such venom for Sinn Féin, she must really realize that Sinn Féin were born out of the resistance to the abuse of her empire coming over here oh, and did. abusing us like they did in so many countries. Uh, oh, Anne's Whereas,
1: still, I think Anne's might be still with us actually as well. Is Anne still
2: there? Putting words into my mouth. I I will not tolerate. Were you living through the 70s when Sinn Féin did atroc Things in, were done in their name to Irish people both living in, in England and in Ireland. What about Mrs. McConville? She was a mother, a single woman. Her husband had died of 10 young children and the likes of the IRA because she helped a soldier. She was taken and never found again. How dare you?
0: Well, wait a minute. Okay. Um, okay. What about the first bombings uh, in, in, in no, the, uh, the, the, the uh, yearly troubles? The Monaghan and it Dublin it's... bombings, which... The British government were supposedly firmly
1: behind. Let me me, me bring in, Robert, a couple of other voices on this. I I want to just focus, I suppose, more so on what it means now. Like, what it'll look like. What would a united Ireland look like? And how do people living here on the island in 2023 feel about the the prospect of it? Um, Robbie is with us. Robbie, what's your thoughts on this? Is Robbie there?
5: What, what we have is that we've got we've got people who are living in the past and what we need to look is look to the future i say because if we keep going over the past and regurgitating, then we'll never move forward you know? but, you'd, you'd have
1: to you'd have to ask yourself Robbie like how when we talk about whether it's time for a united Ireland like, this yeah. is always the conversation that comes up I know, it never I know. deviates from this ever when, never even get to talking about how logistically or economically this might pan out because exactly, you never move exactly. on
5: it is. And look at whatever happens over time, Andrea, we've heard it in the history books when we went to school is that everybody ends up sitting at the table negotiating about something, whether it be World War One, World War Two, or whatever else. Now the thing is that the the framework that has to be put in place, we all know that has to happen because that's gonna take time. These things don't happen overnight. But yes, we, we, we remember the past, but what we do is we learn from it as well. So moving forward. And and how would it how would it look is it's hard to say because we have had a partition for over 100 years and there are some people who don't want to come into United Ireland and as many people who do. But what we have to do is we have to do is as uh, unifying as, as a nation and stop with the kind of you know partition as it is and having a go with each other because of the past. I think if we look at it, where we are right now, we're in a much better place. And what we need to do is we need to build on that. Because the, the, as we said, we had the we had framework of the Good Friday Agreement Uh, as broad as this position where we are right now. We can't keep going backwards all the time. We have to keep looking forward Mm. because what we do is if we go backwards, you know, we never get anywhere. So the thing is that I know that there has been, and you'll notice as well, that there has been um, documents done that Ireland would be overall in a better financial position as a one-unit island as it is instead of in two jurisdictions. That's a fact done by many, many um, financial institutions. So the thing is that, like, if we're trying to say, "Ah, oh, we shouldn't do this. The unions won't do that." You know, let's grow up and let's be let's be big and let's be adults about it, and let's look at it in a way where we can move forward together as a nation, because that's the only way we can do it. And look, yes, atrocities happen. Yes, absolutely, atrocities happen, but they happen on all sides. You know, the, the British government were no angels in this either. You know, no, it doesn't excuse it. It doesn't
1: excuse it, and i i i i take your you point. Know? I take your point, though. Like there has to be. I'm not saying you you forget you forget about what happened in in any way at all. But I suppose how do we have any conversation about looking at what a united Ireland, what what how that might form, in what way it might work, if we're, we don't even seem to be able to have conversations about this? Michael is texting. He says to enable an acceptable Irish unity to Unionists. There would need to be a lot of difficult trade-offs for people in the South to swallow. A new anthem, possible changes to the flag, uh, rejoining the Commonwealth etc. Are people prepared to accept that? Asks Michael here today on 53106. Augustine's with us as well. Do you think now is the time?
6: Uh, Hi Andrea. Uh, Well, first of all, uh, I would love to see uh, Unite Ireland, or new and agreed Ireland, and I just like to say that when we take the Good Friday Agreement, in you know, in my opinion, that was a, step in, so a stepping stone towards the United Ireland, and even the recent Windsor Framework uh, that has to be agreed, which I think will be agreed, is another stepping stone. So, just to answer your question directly. Uh, do I think I personally I think it's too it would be premature to have a referendum now but I do not think it will be it's premature to plan for a referendum. So in a way I commend Jane for, you know, bringing it into people's minds again because I do feel strongly that it is something we're going to have to deal with in the future. And uh, debate and all that is very good and the more of it that's done, uh, the better preparation there will be. Mm.
1: So the, the idea of taking out the adverts in the American papers doesn't doesn't bother you at all. I mean, given that it's the Good Friday Agreement, 25th anniversary, and look, all eyes are going to be um, on I- Irish government members and, and Ireland and all of the talk about this and the fact that our ministers are going to be in the States. A lot of them are in the States for the next few days anyway over St. Patrick's Day. Just the time is right. You don't see it as sort of a PR exercise.
6: Well, it may be a PR exercise, but Politics is all about PR exercises, and this is uh, a very important um, aspect to what Sinn Féin want to achieve. So they're entitled to take out this ad, and they're entitled to promote this. And uh, I don't see any difficulty with that. Um, If if anything, it will just um, it's a positive thing because it will lead to more debate, more discussion. And we will, uh, you know, lead to if when there is a framework drawn up for what a new and agreed Ireland uh, will look like, it will have come from discussions that have been born out of these ads. Uh, just one aspect mm, of it, anyway. Yeah, other.
1: well, that's why, of course, we're we're talking about it today for for that very reason. Exactly. So it it has exactly. certainly opened opened that discussion. The other point, though, Robbie, in all of this, like whether the timing is right, you know, in 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 the immediate. Um, future, or over the next couple of years, we'll say the next five to ten. Is there a risk that if there is a referendum on a United Ireland, and it doesn't pass, that it then won't happen again? There wouldn't be another one for quite a number of years. You know, if if yeah. the, if, the, if you get the timing wrong on this, I just wonder what are the what are the implications?
5: Yeah, I suppose yes is the answer to that. There is a risk, and I mean, if you want to just look at the Scottish Scottish independence, that was in two thousand and. 12, I think, was it? And they're now a decade later, looking to bring that forward again. Yes, yes. You know, because maybe they 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 got it wrong. Well, they did get it wrong at the time, but it looks like they'll get it the past because you learn from what what's gone in the past. But I think the the numbers are being looked at here, and I think that's being talked about a lot. On that um they they know from you know just from the electoral register, I suppose, and so on that the either either side in the six counties or the Northern Ireland, whatever you want to call it, um. They, they know that the possibility that it may pass. And um, I think there was a poll in Red Sea or the Irish Independent there a couple of weeks ago. Had it uh, very, very close, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I think, yeah, if the time is right, the time is right. But then again, in saying that, when is the time ever right, you know?
1: Well, if, if you want to get in touch with us today about this, you can send us in a WhatsApp message. It's 087 1400 106 is the number. Is the time right? for a referendum on a united Ireland. We're going to stay with this. As quite a few people uh, getting in touch about this. This texter says, I think it's totally ridiculous to have a referendum on this now. Uh, it would just open up old wounds. we would have conflict again. I don't ever want to go back or even talk about the horrors of the 70s and 80s. Another listener says maybe it's time for a vote and it will show exactly what the people want. In listening to your callers, it seems that we're not currently supportive of the prospect of a united Ireland. It's not for me anyway, says this listener. We can't afford it and the people of the North don't seem to want it either. Lunchtime Live with Andrea
7: Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
1: We're talking about the adverts that have been taken out in some of the US-American papers, the likes of the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Irish Echo and Voice by Sinn Féin, calling for a vote on Irish unity. And they say that as the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement approaches, it's time to hold the British government accountable to the Good Friday commitments. And I've just been asking you today for your thoughts on this. Like, do you think now is the time? Catherine is on the line. Is now the time,
8: Catherine? Absolutely not. I mean, I don't think, it, 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 you can have a very romantic idea here and think, oh, wouldn't it be lovely if we had 32 counties together? But it's not a realistic idea at all. A, and does anyone know how much money the government subsid, the British government subsidised Northern Ireland? From a quick research that I did there online, 2.5 billion in the last three years. Are we prepared to pay that now for, for us to take on Northern Ireland? B, even if there is a referendum and a majority votes that they'd like to be under Irish rule, I can tell you this much, the ones that don't want, for the people that support the king and the royal family and all that they stand for, they will not take it lying down and we're heading into more troubles, more murders, more violence. Do you it's think it does? Yes. I just, okay. Come on, you see what goes on up there the 12th of July still. There are people up there that love the royal family and everything that they stand for. And so let them off. They've grown up like that. Do I you don't think really see why we have to have we, six counties back? Do, do you think we we we
1: talk? So you're you're just against the idea. It's irrespective of whether now is the time or not. It's it's.
8: I, yeah, I think so. I just I just think you know the people that have been brought up, they've grown up uh, under British rule. They like it. They get the various benefits by being under British rule. They see what it's like down here. The taxes we pay, our poor health service. You know, um, I I don't see why they'd want it you know, unless from a romantic point of view that, oh, look, uh, you know, we'll all be back together again and, you know, I just think too much water has gone under the bridge and let's live and let live and, yes, maybe have a little bit more of cross-border um, things going on, um, but you know, this business mm. of, if we were to become a one country, we change the flag and we change our national anthem. I don't want to do that.
1: Do, do, do you agree, Damien, with Catherine?
7: good bit at the start. Um, with the... About the expense, the six counties, like they're not paying their, they can't pay their own way, the way the system's worked. They're relying on the UK to subsidise them. But also then on people wanting the referendum on the unionist side and all. I can tell you, I'm from a border county, and a lot of the guys and girls that I know that wouldn't be unionists, or on the Catholic side, they also wouldn't want to join Ireland, because they see the expense that is down here, the tax, the insurance, the price of the houses. They don't want anything mm. to do what Ireland. You see, and how do moment, you have the
1: sort of, how do you have the kind of a la carte, you know, well, well we, we'd, like a, we'd like a bit of the NHS and maybe we think the A-levels are a better system, but we we don't want part, you know, B, C, D, E, F, G and and so on. So how do we, how does it actually work? How would you like to see it working maybe, Damien, from the the practical perspective?
7: I'd love to see it working even in our own countries at the moment and we'd run it perfectly. It's, it's not perfect on either side, that's definite. And it's not going to be perfect on either side in the next 10 or 15 years with governments trying to talk and councillors talking and uh, they're trying to sort things out. It'll not be done easy and it won't be done anytime soon. Sean, are you with us, Sean?
9: Yeah, I am, yeah. Do you, what's your view um, on this? Yeah, I think that um, if you look at a lot of the opinion polls in the Irish Times, etc., and they've asked the question, would you like to have a united Ireland? And people say, I do. But the way they ask them, they're not really asking the hard questions, say like economics and all that, because if you, the Irish Times asked the question last year to the people in the South, if, would you like a United Ireland if it meant increased taxes or reduced public spending? And I think 79% of the people said no. So I think the minority of people that are ideologues and think about United Ireland, you know, they'll say yes, but the vast majority of people are going to judge this on economics. So Do you think it's a sort
1: of a romantic idea?
9: I think a bit, yeah. At this stage, people haven't thought deeply about it. Because like, look at the way somebody commented on, they said, if someone tried to sell them um, a United Ireland, like the Brexiteers sold the Sunday Upland's vision, they're not going to vote, no.
1: Do you no. think a Sinn Féin right to draw international eyes on this this issue? Today oh, and no, over the I'm weekend. I no a problem with them yeah. doing it
9: like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, They have a right to do it. It's their opinion to do it like you know? What but about you, Damien? I
7: think... <sighs> the the, the Venton are just pushing for a bit of publicity and all at the time of year it is now. and At the moment, because the um, Catholics outnumber the Protestants in the north, that they reckon they're going to stick their head up now and uh, blow up their chests or something like this. Oh, look at us. We can join the United <clears throat> Ireland. But I don't know anybody on this my, on the south side of the border or the north side of the border that wants to be joined in the referendum. I was looking at a man there that has had two gyms, one in the south and one in the north. He closed the one in the south because um, it was ten times the price to insure. He couldn't insure the same gym in the south. And he could insure the same gym for ten times less in in the north. So, like, who'd want to uh, join up with Ireland if nice. that's the prices of insurance and living in this country is,
1: like it's it's funny the the views on this are very very mixed today on 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 uh, on the text line and you can as I said you can drop us in a WhatsApp either it's um oh eight seven fourteen hundred one oh six is the number listen Catherine Damien Sean thanks for getting in touch with us look if you have a view on it. Let us know. We'll try and come back to chat to other callers about this as well. Maybe a little bit later in the program. If you haven't seen the the adverts, as I mentioned, they're in um, the American papers. Some of the Irish too today. It's, um, it's it's a fairly big ad as well. I'm sure it probably wasn't cheap to put it into. Lunchtime
8: Live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.